This is Darren Davis, founder and senior leader of the Harbor Church in South Florida, and you are listening to the Harbor Church Podcast. For more information about this podcast and others, visit us online at harborchurch.org. Enjoy the podcast. My name is Julie, and I am so excited to bring a word for you today that God's put on my heart. It has to do with restored vision. And I want to start by saying, for those of you who might not know me yet, I have a tendency to talk fast, which isn't, in my opinion, necessarily a bad thing. But we have a really small pocket of time today, and I actually have a lot of things that God's packed inside of my heart regarding this subject. And so I'm going to ask you just to buckle your seatbelt and hold on tight. I feel like Holy Spirit's going to do something when we're together today, and, um, and it's going to be good. It is. I also want to give a quick shout out to everybody who's doing Harbor at Home with us today. I have some of my fondest memories coming to the Harbor many years back and starting doing community, doing life together by meeting in people's living rooms. We we used to gather and we would, just what you're doing, so many of you are doing right now with us, joining us from your living rooms with your friends and your family. We would gather together and we would worship the Lord. We would dive into his word. We would start to minister. Holy Spirit would always show up. We would start to minister to one another. And we never left there without being empowered in a significant way. And I know that that's what God's up to in this season in so many of our lives. So if you are currently joining us in your living room at doing Harbor at Home, I just want to encourage you. Every time that you guys get together, think about Acts chapter 2. Think about like, I think it's around the 40 42nd verse is where is where my mind is going right now. Think about all the amazing things that God spoke through the scriptures that happened in the first century church when they gathered together in these smaller groups. So think about Acts chapter 2. Dive deep. Get into the word with us when we bring it to you. Dive deep. Um, open up your heart to the gifts, to receive the gifts of, uh, that are on the inside of the people that are gathering uh, with you each of those times that, that you meet. Because listen, this is not the time for anybody to be on the sidelines. Everyone is needed for such a time as this. And I know that as it was with me in those early days and, and so many that, that I got to gather with in our homes, doing church as a community at the harbor, those times will be significant. Holy Spirit will show up and impact lives. Receive for yourself and then out of that place, purposely go out and engage the world around you. Do it in faith, bring it with hope and for the sake of love, all right? God, God is here and he's gonna do amazing things through, through our gatherings, not only in together, in, in person gatherings, larger, but in the smaller ones in our homes together, Harbor at Home. If you aren't currently doing at home, listen, take that as a plug just to, to grab some friend, friends and start because uh, I promise you, you won't regret it. So today, today again, I wanna talk to you about restored vision or... Um, Another way to say it would be uh, seeing from the perspective of God. That's good. Seeing from the perspective of God. Now, here's why I believe that this word is important for all of us for a time such as this. Besides the fact that this is something that we were all created for, 
I see, I believe that seeing from God's perspective is key to supernatural stability in the midst of pressure. And I'm probably not alone in believing or, or saying right now that 2020 has brought its fair share of pressures for all of us. You know, I went into this year like many of you. I went in with bold declarations regarding a new decade. I went in full of faith and expectation regarding 2020. I prayed a lot, and many of you heard me speak out the things that I had heard regarding this year, things like clarity of vision and and an upgrade for our spiritual sight. Hey, God was on those things. He's still about those things. But I do want to mention this as we're, it, we're this many months in to the, to the year 2020. I want to say that what I didn't see coming was COVID-19 virus. I didn't see the political circus that was going to play out around this, this issue. I didn't see uh, the darkness of both the racial injustice and the human trafficking issues in our nation that were going to be put in the spotlight. I didn't see those. I also didn't see the overwhelming emotions that would follow these things and the trauma of it all. There's been fear and anger, disillusionment, and, um, and loss. You know what? I'm pausing. I'm like hearing from God right now. Um, You know what? If you find yourself in need of encouragement right now or, um, or comfort, if you find yourself needing comfort right now, I want you to grab hold of this, okay? Your father is Elroy. Yeah, he's the God that sees. And, and he is faithful to his nature. And he's faithful to his plan. And I want to tell you that nothing is being wasted. And no one was gonna, is going to be overlooked. He's worthy of our trust. And he will have the last word in this season. I promise you. All right. Let's get into today. Ah, the highlight that I got for this word when we started. The highlight came from a phrase, actually, it was a phrase that that jumped out at me from the Gospels. It was um, in Matthew chapter 13. Now, I don't have time for us to dig in to the context of those passages, but I will tell you this. Jesus spoke the phrase as he answered a question that his disciples had presented to him. And he was actually quoting a word from the prophet Isaiah that God had spoken that he never wanted to see materialize in any generation. All right? And here's the phrase. You have eyes, but still you don't really see. You have eyes that see, but you don't really look. Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus, come in the power of your spirit and do what only you can do. Help align us as your body to what you're saying in the heavenlies, that we can see power, power manifest. Your kingdom come and your will be done on our watch in Jesus' name. All right. Having eyes that see. Now, I don't know your story, but I do know mine. And I want to tell you a little bit about it. I remember when I first started following Jesus. And I, <laughs> I realized pretty quick 
that I didn't look at things the same way that he did. People um, in, in that season of my life were hurting me, and uh, situations were disappointing me, and uh, life was really hard. But every time that I would go into the place of praying or just talking to God about it, he would highlight two things. Like he would reaffirm two things over and over again. The first one was how much he loved me. And the second one has to do with today. It, it was his desire to reshape my perspective into his own. And there's something that I began to learn back then, something that I want to share with you today. And it's this, aligning our perspective to God's is a process. Aligning our perspective with God's perspective is a process. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 want, I want you to hear this, okay? Because it's, something that, <laughs> because it's something that many of us probably failed to consider when we started the new year, all right? And it's this, process is involved with 2020 vision. It's a necessary component for obtaining God's perspective, the ability to see the way that God sees. So let me ask you, what's been your process? Mine looked like being in the word of God, season after season, overwhelmed by his presence. I was discovering who he was. I was learning all about the things that he believed about me. There was usually communion elements in my hands, and I was probably nine times out of ten weeping. <laughs> now, some of you that know me might be thinking, oh, were you weeping because you were finding out how much God loved you? For sure, for sure. But that wasn't the only thing that had me weeping. I was mainly weeping because my old learned behavioral patterns were pressuring me to respond to ways that didn't look like God's. And Holy Spirit was there in that place reminding me, listen, Julie, those ways aren't the ways that are going to usher in heaven. And you need heaven ushered into your midst. He would remind me of the finished work of Jesus as I was holding those elements, you know. And I was usually like shut up in my bathroom or in my closet or something. You guys who know me, you know, I, like I was shut up somewhere, small, and just had my stuff and weeping over my Bible. I've got these communion elements. And Holy Spirit would show up every single time and he would remind me of what grace had done to seat me in a higher place so that I could have a higher perspective at all times, at all times. And I'm telling you, I would leave that, that space wherever it might be and I would be filled with grace. I was empowered. I was filled with grace and courage and I could go out from that space and it allowed me to respond to life differently. Restored vision. Seeing from God's perspective. Yes, please. <gasps> hey, Acts chapter 9 tells us a story of, Paul, of Saul's process, and I want to share that with you real quick. Uh, Saul was a man who could see, yet he was blind. Remember the phrase um, that I told you that I started off with that God highlighted that, and had this whole message was going to be built on? It was from um, Matthew chapter 13. Saul manifested that very reality. 
So he had eyes, but he didn't recognize God and his desire to meet with him face to face through Jesus in order for him to be healed and actually experience what he was created to to do and, 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 and created to be on the planet. But you guys know the story. Saul had this amazing encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus. He loses his sight for three days in order for him to begin to truly see. And once his vision was restored, Acts chapter 9 in the 20th 20th verse says this, within the hour, (laughs) come on, within the hour, Paul was in the synagogues preaching about Jesus and proclaiming Jesus is the son of God. (laughs) Now, later he goes on to pen something that I think is really significant for us today. It's out of Ephesians chapter three. And And that's where he wrote, to me, the very least of all the saints, this grace was given so that I might help everyone see the revelation of Jesus. Come on, guys. A man who saw but was blind has an encounter with Jesus. He is momentarily blinded so that he can actually see. And out of that place, he prophesies, he testifies that the grace that was given him was for the sake of all people to see the revelation of Jesus Christ. Oh, this is an hour where God is restoring vision. Listen, here's what I want you to catch about that last um, uh, Ephesians 3 uh, scenario. Restored vision carries a grace to impart vision. I like that. Let me say that again. (laughs) Restored vision carries a grace to impart vision. I want to talk to you in the last few minutes that we have about three truths regarding kingdom vision. The first one is that kingdom vision is restored by receiving from the source. Luke, in Luke chapter four, in the the 18th verse, Jesus says this, the spirit of the Lord is upon me and he has anointed me to be hope for the poor, to be freedom for the brokenhearted and to be, and here's, here's the phrase, to be new eyes for the blind and preach to the prisoners, you are set free. Jesus is the new eyes that are mentioned in that scripture. He is the source of true sight. Now, the devil's strategy, all right? We, we want to be wise as serpents here as we're being gentle as doves. We want to we we have a big picture. We don't want to be unaware, right? We're growing in maturity. We're growing in, in, in our clarity of sight and, and spiritual, in spiritual insight. So let's, let me point out that the devil's strategy is to tempt us to look to another source outside of God for perspective. You guys hear me? Let me ask you a question. Where have you been getting your perspective from these past few months? Has it been the news? Maybe it's been your neighbors. Been spending some time at home. Maybe it's been your neighbors. What about social media? Sight comes through Jesus. Not only to the lost that they might be saved, but to believers that we would see from his higher perspective. 
and give our yes to his highest will. That the nations would see a good father reaching out to settle them in the midst of growing times of chaos. Are you guys with me? God's got a plan. God's got a plan. Okay, second point about kingdom vision. It increases when we recognize the cost. Listen to what Jesus tells the church in Revelation chapter 3. He says, here's what I want you to do. Buy your gold from me, gold that's been through the refiner's fire. Then you'll be rich. Buy your, your clothes from me, clothes that have been designed in the heavenlies. And here's, here's the highlight. And then buy medicine for your eyes from me so that you can really begin to see. Buying, important note, okay? Buying in the kingdom has nothing to do with money, guys. Nothing to do with money. The cost involved is listening closely to the voice of the Lord and then obediently following the things that he said. Let me, let me give you a context or explain that. So in the original language, in Hebrew, the definition for the word hear means to heed or to obey. That's why Isaiah 55, in Isaiah 55, in the first two verses, the Lord says this, all of you who are thirsty, come and drink. Those of you who don't have money, come buy and eat. You don't need money. It will cost you nothing. Why spend on something that is not real food? Why work for something that doesn't really satisfy you? Listen closely to me. See the tie-in? And you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the food that actually satisfies your soul. Actually, it was just, that was free. That was me. That wasn't in the original text. (laughs) Okay, let me tie it back into Revelation 3 and ask you one more question, all right? How many times have you thought that you were right about something and then acted on it only to sit with God later and learn that it wasn't actually what he would have done or said at all. Am I the only one in the house? Hello. Somebody raise your hand in your living room. Somebody raise your hand in your car. I'm not alone, right? (sighs) Yeah. How many times have we thought that we were right about something, acted on it, and then came back around, asked the Lord, and found out, wow, we weren't really in alignment with God's perspective. Look at what Jesus said to the church in Revelation 3 right after he told them to buy medicine for their eyes so that they could really begin to see from his perspective. Verse 19 in the message says, the people I love, I call to account. I prod, correct, and guide so that they will live at their best. Now get up on your feet, about face, and run after God. Here's what I want you to say. Jesus loves us, and that means that he's going to correct us. He's going to guide us so that we will live at our best right here and right now. He says, get up on your feet, about face, run after God. In other words, repent when you miss it, turn in my direction, and follow after my way of doing things. Why? Because this was all about on earth as it is in heaven. Remember? 
we're we're coming into uh, there's oneness we have this this appointment that the that we read in the scriptures as the body of Christ as the the eternal bridal partner of the bridegroom king Jesus the Christ that was a little poetic for you for some of you I'm sure but hear me we have god has a plan and it includes us being one because of grace, we're made, we're reborn in a nanosecond of time and we become one with God. And out of that place, he has promised his son an inheritance. He has promised him the nations and he has promised that him an eternally, an equally yoked eternally, uh, an equally yoked bridal partner for all of eternity. That's it. He's promised him all of the nations as well as an equally yoked bridal partner for, for, for all of eternity. And we are on the earth for a time such as this, growing up in maturity to become more aligned with that very destiny that has been given to us, appointed to us. We get to practice this thing. I guess that's really most of what I want to share with you today is that this, this, this is a process and we're, we're practicing, we're working out our salvation and it's healthy right here in the midst of 2020, right here in the midst of things that we might not have expected, but God always saw and it, he hasn't been moved by it as far as, as I got to do a second plan, plan B. No, he, he knew what was coming. Some like me, maybe like you, we just didn't see the, f- the full picture of what that would look like practically for an hour such as this. All right, last for the sake of time. Wow, we are out of time. For the sake of time, let me, <laughs> let me give you the last point and then the three qu- a couple of questions so that you can dialogue together in your group, all right? Lastly, kingdom vision. Kingdom vision becomes mature through a lifestyle of purpose focused. Remember, now mature, I'm talking about 2020. 2020 is mature uh, focus or mature vision. So kingdom vision becomes mature through a lifestyle of purposed focus. The scripture verse that, uh, that is highlighting is Re- that, uh, that I'm going to highlight is Revelation chapter 1, uh, verses 12 through 14. And that's when, uh, when John says, when I turned and I, to see the voice that was speaking to me, I saw someone like the Son of Man and his eyes were like flames of fire. I don't have time right now, but I'm telling you that some are listening to the sound of my voice and you, God has an appointment with you. You are marked in this season to encounter Jesus, the man with eyes that burn like fire, and he is going to start to align your spiritual sight with his like never before. Last thing that I have is this quote that I read recently, and I, and I, I want to tie it in. The quote is, God is sovereign king. He will ensure that his kingdom comes to the earth, period. He will ensure that his kingdom comes to the earth. At the same time, we don't want to miss the opportunity to partner with him in ushering in historic end time revival. Guys, here's what I want you to know as we close out. This year was always intended to bring 2020 spiritual sight to the body of Christ. And right now, Holy Spirit is readying us as a people to be the, the eternal inheritance that I mentioned earlier that the father is going to give to his son. And if we live with eyes on Jesus, we will be purified, we will be matured, and we will be glorified for that very call. All right, let me leave you with a few questions so that you can discuss them as a group, all right? So the first question is, 
What have you focused on most this season? What have you focused on most this season? Now, I don't want anybody to come underneath any like heaviness, any shame as you're going into your, this discussion time. So let me just point out that anyone in the New Testament that came to Jesus asking for their sight to, re, to be restored, they were healed, all right? So what have you focused on most this season? Next question. Is there a circumstance in your life that God would like to bring his perspective to? If so, describe it. And then lastly, God walks through us. Remember I said that God walks through us, uh, walks us through the process of aligning our perspective to his? Okay, so the question is, Is there anyone, yourself included, that you need to extend grace to as God walks them through this process? Guys, that was a lot of information. I hope you don't feel like you just drank from a fire hydrant. I just wanted to get everything that God had put on my heart out to you. I believe that Holy Spirit will come behind me and bless your times together as you fellowship around this word and you dive deep to enter into the full measure of what God has for us in this hour. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in to the Harbor Church Podcast. I hope that you were enriched, inspired, and blessed by what you heard. Please subscribe on the podcast app and be sure to follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also download our Harbor Church mobile app. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.